Okay, good evening everyone. Today's daf is Psachim daf Mem Zayin. We are on Mem Vav Amid Beis. We are, bottom line, Eisve, they asked the following question. So just to go back a second, we got into the discussion of, of Hoyle, of, of uh, you know, Hoyle which comes up on Yantif regarding Erev Tafshilun and a lot of other things. So Eisve, they asked the following question on Rav Chista. So just one more time. When a person, when you have Yantif on Friday, and you're going into Shabbos, there, if you were thinking about Erev Tafshilun, there are two different ways how to understand how Erev Tafshilun works. It's important to repeat this. Number one is what we said in the name of Rava, that any time you're cooking on Yantif, there's no Isidar rice, even if you're cooking it for after Yantif, because there's Hayal. Maybe I'm going to end up using this food on, Shabbos, on, on Yantif. According to Rav Chista, there's no such thing as Hayal. So why am I allowed to cook from Friday to Shabbos? Because halacha is you're allowed to cook from Yantif to Shabbos. There's no problem with that. So then the question was, why do you need Erev Tafshilin? Just to remind me that I'm only allowed to cook from Yantif to Shabbos, but not to a different uh, day of the week. Okay, so Eisve, they asked the Kashan of Chista, you're telling me that Midaraisa, I'm allowed to cook from Yantif for Shabbos. So we have a Mishnah in Menachah. It's Lechem Apanim. So the Torah tells us that you have to have lechem upon him a light tummy. It has to always be there. But the way it worked was they would set it up on one Shabbos and they would eat it the next Shabbos. So lechem upon him, sometimes nechel letisha, it's typically eaten on the ninth day of its existence, which means you baked it on Friday. You're not going to bake it on Shabbos. You baked it on Friday. Friday's day one. So look, remind us of like Hilchas Nida. So that day is day one, right? So day nine is the next Shabbos, okay? So that's the standard lechem apanim was eaten on the ninth day from when it was baked. And the day it was baked, is already day one. La'asar, sometimes it'll be the tenth day, and sometimes la'acharasar, sometimes it will be the eleventh day. Lo'ipachos v'lo'yoyser. Not less than that, not more than that. Ketzad, kedarkai, the standard way, was Latisha. How was that? Nefab erev Shabbos, it was baked on a Friday, that's day one. Then v'nechol b'shabbos, it's eaten the next Shabbos, which is day nine of its existence. What if Chal Yantaif Lias Ba'arashas? What if Yantaif was on a Friday? So that week they had to bake the bread on Thursday. So Chal Yantaif Lias Ba'arashas, the Nechal Shabbos, last hour, the next Shabbos would be day 10. Shnei Yam Tamish Rosh Hashanah, let's see, two days of Yantaif Rosh Hashanah. Look at Rashi and other Rosh Hashanah, why specifically Rosh Hashanah, but it makes sense they would keep that even in the times of the Beis Hamikdash. So Nechal Lashabbos Laacharasar. So then you'd have to bake on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is Yantaif, then Shabbos, then you have another seven days, eight days really, then you have the following Shabbos, that is Baking the Lechem upon him is not Doiche Shabbos, and it is not Doiche Yantif. What's the question? If you tell me that you're allowed to cook from Yantif to Shabbos, why couldn't they bake on Friday, even if Friday was Yantif, so what? Bake on Friday, that's Yantif, for the following Shabbos. Amalei Dachi Yantif. Why isn't baking Lechem Panam Dachi Yantif? So Amalei Rechitsa responded, Shvus Hitiru, Shvus Meaning, I agree with you. There is no Isser of cooking from Yantif to Shabbos. There is no Isser Daraisa. There's an Isser Darabanan. That's why we need an Erev Tafshil. What's Isser Darabanan? If you allow me to cook from Yantif to Shabbos, I might cook from Yantif to Tuesday. So, on a regular Yantif, we make an Erev Tafshilin, right? That takes away the Xerah. So, Heim Amru Veheim Amru. However, you should say, Ein Shvus Ba Mikdash. 
I am the last parak in Erevin. So there shouldn't be a Isidara Banan to cook on Yantif for the following Shabbos. But he responds, if Chisda says, no, Shvus Kroivetiro. When the Chacham say, ain't Shvus Bamikdash, you could do an Isidara Banan the Vesimindash, that's only Kroiva, an imminent need, so it's necessary. Here, it's for the following Shabbos, Shvus Rechaika, Loihitiro, the Chum were not making all that even in the Vesimindash. On that Mishnah says, Amr Mishim Ben Asgan, who said, that if you are allowed to bake Lechem Panaman Yantif, so you see, we do hold. You could uh, you could do a shvus rechayka, and he says ve'ina deiches yom tzoyim. You're not allowed to you know bake on yom kippur. Now, Michael and Mar, so you see from here that you are allowed to bake on yantif for the following Shabbos. The Mar says, yeah, no problem. How please? That's the machloekes. Mar savar the Tanakhama holds shvus kroyvetiru shvus rechayka loyetiru. You're allowed to bake on yantif for that Shabbos itself. So Friday's Yantif, you're allowed to bake from Friday going into Shabbos. I, why do you hear Tavshilin, just as a hacker, that, that there should be no, uh, no one would do it on, the, on another weekday? Not only could you cook for that Shabbos, in the Beis HaMikdash, when they say, they would allow you to bake the Lechem upon them from Friday for the following Shabbos, even though that's called a Shvus Rechaika, they were make ain't Shvus Rechaika. There's a, uh, uh, interesting debate in the Paiskim, we won't get into Halach Halamaisa, and we talk about Tzarech Shabbos. Like you're, let's say, Amir Lanach, you're allowed to ask a guy to do a Malacha for you for, 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 if you need it for Tzarech Shabbos. There's a lot of details. What if it's for the next Shabbos? It's not for this Shabbos. Is that enough? So some of the Paiskim being arrived from here, some say no, there's only talking about the base of Mikdash, and you can look there for further discussion. Next. <clears throat> Masev Rav Mari. So another question of Chista. Again, Rav Chista's halacha was that when the Torah says you're allowed to cook on Yantif, not only are you allowed to cook on Yantif for Yantif itself, you are even allowed to cook for, the, for, for, for Shabbos as well. Even the next Shabbos, mid the rice, you're allowed to do that. So he asked the following question, there is a mitzvah to bring the Shtehalechem on Shavuos, two loaves of bread, now when the Kahanim would eat it, on Shavuos day, it would not be loipachas mishayim, but at least be two days old. Now, the way we count is the day it was baked is day one, Arab Shavuos, and Shavuos itself sets two days, even though technically it could be less than 24 hours old. It could have baked it Arab Shavuos afternoon, eating it Shavuos morning. It's only 18 hours uh, from its date of uh, birth, whatever, but it's, not, it's still considered two days in halacha. Day one, day two. So on the second day, of its existence, you eat it. Not more than three days before. How is that? What's the typical way? That is Lishnaim. So it's baked on Erev Shavuos and eat it Shavuos morning. That's two. What if Shavuos is on a Sunday this past year, right? Shavuos was on Martha Shabbos, I believe. So Nechalas Liyantif. Well, no, it was Shabbos, actually. Never mind. Nechalas Liyantif. So then you're eating it on Yantif, but when it was a baked, so Shavuos is Sunday, you're eating it Sunday morning, but it was baked on Friday, that is called day three, Lishloisha. It's not Doiche Shabbos, it is not Doiche Yantif. So now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Rav Chista, let's follow the logic. You're telling me if Friday is Yantif, you're allowed to bake on Friday for Shabbos. That's Rav Chista's din. That was yesterday's daf. You're allowed to cook from Friday to Shabbos. So hashta, so you tell me Tzarech Shabbos not to hashta the Shabbos be yantif shari, the yantif be yantif mi baye. If you're allowed to cook from Friday, which is yantif for Shabbos, it's not even yantif. It's Shabbos, okay, special then. 
I can't cook from Friday to Friday. So why by the, on Shavuos, why can't I actually bake the lechem upon him on Yontif itself? What's the problem? Let me bake on Yontif. And it doesn't make sense. If Tzarchei Shabbos is not some Yontif, for sure Tzarchei Yontif. So the Gemara says, no, Shani Hasam. It's a special din. No, Amakra, the Pasuk says, lechem. When the Torah tells us, coming up in the Parsha's boy, it says, that could be done on Yantif, for you, not for Hektish, not for the base of So when there's a, an allowance to bake on Yantif, to cook on Yantif, that is only for your personal use. And is for the base of Mikdash, it's Ligavaya. You're not allowed to cook on Yantif, Lagavaya. So it's not a Kasha. Okay. And that Mishnah says, If you are allowed to bake the lechem upon him on Yantif, Michael Lemeimer, how does he dash in the Pasuk? So, Sarvalak Abashol, Yehozak Abashol, Beitza Davchaf, Da'amar Lechem means Lechem Vila Lenachrim. You're allowed to cook on Yantif for yourself, but you are not allowed to cook Lenachrim. The Gemara there also says, You're not allowed to cook for a behemoth. You can't cook up some soup for your dogs on Yantif. You're only allowed to do a Lechem for you, but not. Le nachrim, not to non-Jews, and that sheet also holds you not allowed to do legavoya. Rav Shimon was the chiddush that you're allowed to cook legavoya. So by the way, we do pass on this. All the Tanam hold that you're not allowed to cook for nachrim on Yantif. This is an isur meaning if if you have a uh, you know a, a um, staff in your house helping you clean, and they uh, and they want an egg, and you fry an egg for them on Yantif, you're an over an isur of bishul. Of cooking an yantif, the only it's like Shabbos, right? You're not allowed to do malacha. Ah, uh, you're allowed to do archon nefesh and yantif. It's only if you're going to eat it. But if you're doing it lachem to them, you'd be over an isad deraisa. Just by the way, there might be a heter. It might not a heter, but there might be a limitzchus that it's not an isad deraisa. Why? Hayol, I might eat it. If I might, if, if there's a chance, I would eat it. So it's not really an isad deraisa if I cooked. So perhaps the person wouldn't get malchus because you could invoke the concept of hayol. That my kids might eat this uh, scrambled eggs and, and it wouldn't be an Issa Deraisa. There would still be an Issa Deraisa for sure. And if there is no Hayal or you hold like Rav Chista that we don't hold of Hayal, there will be an Issa Deraisa for the cook for a Nachri. So you could eat stuff that you cook for yourself. Oh, so, so one second. Yeah, same question? No. So this, so let's, just, well, let's, let's talk about it for a second. In Mesechlis Beitza, we're going to bring another, we, we spoke about this, this past Sunday, there's an Issa Deraisa to invite a Nachri on Yantif. Because you might shema yarbe b'shviloi, I might cook for him. So I'm not even allowed to invite them for a meal. So that's the halacha. Halacha is, if someone has a nachri, you know, a coworker or something, or a family member, whatever, and they want to come for yantif, you're supposed to invite them for Shabbos, not for yantif, because it's an isud rabbanon shema yarbe b'shviloi. If there is no way to avoid it, why don't you speak to a, uh, a competent rav, and he'll tell you there are certain ways to navigate it different things you could say by the meal, but for the most part, there is an exerid rabbanon, you're not allowed to even invite them, shema yarbe b'shvila, you might end up increasing. This is very practical for those that have non-observant family members. The Mishabur says, a mummer, someone who violates Shabbos for Fahesya, he doesn't keep Shabbos, he doesn't keep Tyrek mitzvahs, whatever, he is considered like a nachri for many halachas, and you, you can't be marba, you can't, you can't uh, cook for them. So it really depends. Whenever we deal with the shaila v'daraisa, we always, lean to be machmer. So to cook for someone who's non-observant, they would try to be a little more machmer. When we're dealing with the Shalav Adar of inviting them, so then we look for kulas. What's a kula? So there's a famous sheet of the Chazanish, the Binyan that most Muram today are Tinek Shanishba, and there would not be a concern. So in those situations, I would try specifically to not make individual foods. Let's say a person is barbecuing for Yantif, and he has a non-observant family member coming, Maybe either cook everything beforehand, 
you don't want it to be that I actually cooked on Yantif specifically for a non-observant Jew, because then, if you hold like the Mishabura, which is an accepted opinion, and you're going to, so then you're getting into a question of a Daraisa. We have a Limitzchos, we have Hayol, you have another Limitzchos that there's, uh, that the Tinek Shanishba, so it doesn't have a Din of Anachri, but when you're dealing with a Darabanon, you're warming up a bunch of things, and it's not, um, and the question is, Shema Yabibishvila might increase. Now that they came, they're going to be hungry during the meal. So then we could be, definitely be more makel. Again, if someone has a family situation, always, always ask someone. Don't, don't assume it's always us, sir. There's uh, definitely a way to navigate the situation. The question comes up what regarding... Woman, go for it, yeah. What Jewish, woman, what Jewish woman doesn't have a ridiculous amount of leftovers after a meal? Like, they don't cook more. They just cook a ridiculous amount to begin with. Right, so that's why I think the barbecue situation is worse. Because let's say you're having a, your, your outdoor barbecue and you're cousin or someone comes and he says, oh, make me a steak. You're literally putting the steak on the grill for him. You are cooking for him on Yantif. So that, that would be it. Now, what do you do about staff? You're, you're, let's see if you have a Pesach program or you have cleaning help in the house. How do, how do you cook for them? So what the Pesach hotels do is they, they have the, the non-Jews cook for the staff, right? There, it's actually worse because they don't want to serve them duck a la orange, you know, whatever they're, they're serving. They give them whatever, hot dogs. I don't know what they give them. So they are cooking for them. You know, if they would just be taking from the smorg, okay, so there's a, maybe there's a concern, Shema Yarbe. So that's what they have. I think in the, in the hotel programs, I think so. I have to ask my fishman again. But I think what we do in the CRC is we have the non-Jews cook for, for them, let them cook themselves. All oh, the fires are lit before shot, whatever, before Yantif. There's no Bishalakam issues. Let them cook for themselves. There's another discussion here, which I was in Kailal back in the day. This is something that I, that I thought of, and I, I, uh, I asked all the Rabbanim in Taravadas, and I, and I basically was, was told yes. There is a Isser Darais of cooking. What about warming food up? L'chaira, on Shabbos, there's an Isser of Chazara. That a person's, there's an Isser Darabana, we have this in the third paragraph of Shabbos. One is not to warm things up on Shabbos. Why? Shemiyachat, looks like certain things. That's only an Isser on Shabbos. On Yantif, what are you worried about? It looks like you're cooking, I'm allowed to cook on Yantif. I might increase the flame, I'm allowed to do that on Yantif also. There should be no Isser of Chazara on Yantif. So, ignoring the, the question of inviting people, as far as warming something up, so there it's only a Darabanan, right? Meaning, you're not cooking on, uh, at worst, it would only be a Darabanan, Shemri Yarbe, but the, you're not actually cooking, you're warming things up. So then in situations where Eva, whatever, you have to serve people, so there's definitely more room to work with when you're only doing Chazar on Yantif versus cooking on Yantif. So important distinction. That's why I give the barbecue case where you're taking a raw piece of meat, you're cooking it, that's Darais Abishal. So uh, that, that would be the worst of the scenario. What? So it depends. There are different types of hot dogs. Yeah, most hot dogs are pre-cooked. Yes. Yeah. So very good. Okay. Good. But people have more other than hot dogs on, on, on their uh, having a Pesach barbecue. Okay. Next. So, does Rashi Shimon Gamil hold that they would indeed have done the stale from on Yantiv? It's Doiche Yantiv. The question is, what, what did they do back in the day? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, that's all, whenever you, we're going to learn Kachim, so you're going to have this question every single <laughs> daf in Kachim when they're trying to figure out what they used to do. For the most part, most people weren't there at all times. People went once a year, if at most. So that's part of the, the history of why we lost so many of the details. There were godless. This, 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 it's a good question. It's an excellent question. Why do we have Mishnais and Tamid arguing about the dimensions and arguing about what happened first? Weren't they just there 50 years earlier, 100 years earlier? It's an excellent question. So we'll have to come up with some answers. One answer is that, as I just said, they weren't there all the time. Even the Kahanim were there twice a year for one day. That's, that's all they did. 
So you could see things getting lost in, in translation. Okay, let's keep going. So now that we questioned Rav Chista's opinion, we're going to switch gears here and bother Rabba. Rabba held as a din of Hayal. Just by the way, whenever we talk about Hayal, it's, it's an excellent heter for Yantif. That means anytime I'm doing something on Yantif, there's a chance that I might end up needing it on Yantif. So there is no Isra Deraisa. For example, I'm allowed to cook on Yantif. I'm not allowed to, but there's no Isra Deraisa to cook on Yantif. Even though you're cooking it for next Wednesday, since Hayal, Archim would come, guests would come, there is no Isra Deraisa. There's definitely Isra Deraisa, Hachana, other things, but there's no Isra Deraisa. Another place this plays a role, I keep talking about this, showering on Yantif. So many places that are machmeh talk about, oh, it's a shayla of an isa that you're, you're cooking in the water. Hold on a second. We have hayal. Even if you tell me that showering is not mutter chal nefesh, whatever, that one is not allowed to shower, one is not allowed to bathe in yantif, when you heat up the water, how does it work? Your hot water is coming out, cold water is going into your boiler, that's getting heated up. Hayal, you might use that to wash your hands. Everyone holds you allowed to wash your hands with hot water on yantif. So... Calm down. It's not a shayla of a deraisa. It's a shayla of a And you change the whole narrative of what, what the debate is. Why derabanans? Can we make on certain things? You could be noitila hakel. So it's a very important sugya, this tin of hayal once again. So now that we mention hayal, let's see if this is true. He asked him the following question. You tell me that the din of hayal, but it's not a mishnah in makos. Famous Mishnah. There's a person he could plow one row in a field and he could really mess up here. He could be over eight lavin of plowing. There's a similar uh, piece in the, in the, in the, in the Sefer Chavetz Chaim when he talks about Lashon Hara. He talks about you know, saying it in shul during davening on Shabbos. He has all these different uh, ways a person could be over ten lavin at the same time. Now, how, how, you, how can you do eight lavin? Worst Avera ever, Mishim Shemun Eleven. How is this? Hacharish Bishar Vachamar. So there's an Isser of plowing a Shar and a Chamar together. So, so that's just a din of Kalayim. One of the, uh, I think the Ibn Ezra, he brings a Rai from here that is an Isser of Tsar Balechayim Darai. So why is that? Because a Shar, an ox, is a kosher animal. It, uh, it chews its cud. And the Chamar is a Chamar, right? And the Shar is busy eating all day. And the Chamar looks at the Shar and he says, How come I didn't get food? You're eating all day. And the Chamar doesn't realize that the Shar is chewing the same thing the whole day. But that's some of the Rishon to bring a riot from there. That Midaraisa is a concept of Tsar Balechayim. But either way, a person is not allowed to plow a Shar and a Chamar together. That's Isra number one, if you're keeping track. Vehain Mukdashim. And these animals were Mukdash, meaning they're part of the, uh, the, the Kachem is Beach. And the Halach is Leisavoid Bibchar Shayracha. And the Chamar is, what do you just assert? Me'ila. Vikhlayim Bekarim. And not only that, you're actually doing work in a field that's klein bekerem. As the Torah said, lesizra karmacha klein. So that's another lav. And you're doing it shvius on shemitah next year. That's uh, shemitah. Not only that, it's biyantif. You're plowing in yantif. It says komalecha savoid sasu. And it's a kain vinazir. He's a kain and a nazir, a really confused person. A beis atuma, and he's, he's doing this in a beis akvaris. So he's arvel nefesh leitama and. Al nefesh meis That's by another. So you have eight lavin in total. So what's the kasha? V and I will will spend time on this in Makos going through this. But either way, what do you pull out from there? V. I mean, in hayol. If you tell me that hayol, right, turning on the shower, even if you hold there is no use in, in yantif. I told you hayol. Someone might use it later on 
for to wash their hands to drink hot water. If you tell me hoyel takes you out of Issa Daraisa, Acharisha Lelachai, you shouldn't be over for plowing on Yantif. Why? Maybe my friend, my neighbor is going to shech the chicken. And halach is by, by birds and by chayas. You need to do kisi hadam. So there's a whole sugin beitza how to actually do kisi hadam on yantif. But I might need the dirt for kisi hadam. And I say doi chalaisa say. That's the whole discussion there. Gemar nivamas, gemar beitza. And hoyol, hoyol, this plowing was necessary for a yantif need. So why are you telling me I'm over in the Raisa? I could say hoyol, I'll wave the hoyol card. So the Gemara says, Mara Bar Shmuel, Ba'avon and Mikrozel. He's talking about stones. Rashi says they're uh, pointed stones, which Rashi in Shabbos talks about stones in the Beis Hakisei. These, if you remember that sugya, Avon and Mikrozelos. So you can't do Kisei Adam with stones. That's actually a, uh, a, um, a pasuk. The pasuk says ba'afar. It says with dirt, you have to do kisei adam ba'afar. Next, so the Gemara says, okay. Um, so either way, royas lekaitshan. So you're telling me that by plowing these stones, there was no way to use it for kisei adam. What do you mean? I could grind it on yantif. So the Gemara says, really, tisha biyantif mishar. You have to grind on yantif. One of the first shilas I got after getting smicha was at a neighbor in Brooklyn, and uh, he used to smoke marijuana. He asked me, can I grind my, uh, my marijuana on Yantif? So, Feirish Gemara also, right? Uktisha biyanta mishari. Not so simple. But <laughs> you'll ask me if you have this kasha, this shayla. See the same hoel. So, it's still being what? I had the shiloh sh- with coffee beans. Coffee beans. Okay, so we'll talk about it in Masatha's Beit. So we'll get through. There's a there's a tesis there talking about which malachas are mutter, milisha ve'elach. So lush comes after tchina. So we'll, we'll discuss it then. Okay. If it's the Rabbanan, it's the same as a harisha. What? You're saying hoel to matir the harisha. Yeah, no, the point is. No, he says, you're If If there's hoel, then there's no isa deraisa, right? So we're asking, Hoyol, I might use these stones for Kisi Adam, and there should be no love of violating Yantif. So the Gemara says, really? You can use these stones? You're not allowed to use stones for Kisi Adam. I might grind it into powder and then use it. You're not allowed to grind it in Yantif. Hoyol for what? You're grinding it in order to... So at this point, I'm grinding it. Oh, good kasha. So, um, yes, so on the bottom, a lot of the, the Rishonim say that the hoyle here works by the dirt is because of asay de chalaisase. I've missed the asay of of uh, of kisi adam, and it takes away the loisase of yantif of komalecha savoy de loisasu. Asay de chalaisase has to be in it has to be at the same time. So as I'm plowing, I'm covering it to grind something and then make flat make powder. That's already a step removed. We don't say asay de chalaisase. All well, we're trying to ask your question. You have to crush it then. Then clearly your harisha is not immediately covering the dam, so it doesn't work there. It's good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> He's asking good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, good, okay. So the, let's just read the Gemara. So the Gemara says, Ruyas lekaitshin kalachayad. You could have grinded it up kalachayad, and then you have hoyl, and hoyl, this would end up being used. You would say that this, this plowing was not for was was not for naught, and it was for a tzarich yantif. So, the, so I, how you see, you don't say hoyl. The Gemara says no. The tzunma it was rock, 
and you can't grind rock on Yantif, and you can't grind rock at all, and therefore it's not going to help. So the Tsunma where you're, you're going to plant things in the rock, the, the question here was you're doing, you're planting on Shemitah. So the Gemara says, Tsunma Mamala, there's this hard rock on top, and you have the dirt underneath it. And, and so the Gemara says, okay, now we're back to square one. The tape so maybe you should be potter on plowing because of hail, that the offer tichoyach is going to be used for the kisi adam. So we're talking about mud, where you're not going to be able to use that for kisi adam. So the tina is tina uh, something you can plant in. The Gemara says, yeah, bimatunta, it's uh, soft mud, which you could plant in like soil, but it's not going to be worked for kisi, it's not going to work for kisi adam because it's not called offer, and, and uh, therefore, there is no hoyle here because you won't end up using it for kisi adam. Okay. Another kasha on Rabbah who said hoyle. Another similar b'risa. So you did a lot of things. You cooked the gidhanasha on yantif, you cooked it in milk, and you ate it. Like chamish, you get five malkas. There's a machlekes in the Mishanim. Do you actually get five times malkas or just it tells me I'm over it? We'll, we'll, we'll see that in malkas. Like, what are the five malchus you get? And you could spend hours talking about each of these things if they really, you know, how this all fits in halacha, but let's see. You're like it for cooking a gid on yantif. Ah, you're going to eat it? Since it's usher to eat, that's not called a tzarech yantif. Not called tzarech yantif. Tzarech yantif is only if you're eating kosher, right? If you're eating non-kosher, if you cook non-kosher on yantif, you're over and this is the rice of cooking on yantif. So it's not Aster Bahana. So I'm not allowed to cook for a, nachri, uh, a dog on Yantif. No, no, you, you can't make pet soup on, uh, on Yantif, right? Unless you have oil, you might eat it. You know? <laughs> what did you say? Okay, here you can't eat it, right? It's good to get a Nasha. Fine. Uh, but you're saying you could give it to the dog. But then you can't eat it. You're back to oil. Fine. Um, okay, get on Nasha. By the way, we had a sugi about this in Yesh Begidim and Nice and Tom. We'll talk about that soon. Like Yemishom Mavashal Gibiyantif, and you have no use for it to Isser Anyantif. Like Yemishom Oichel Gid, eating the Gid, right? We had this in, uh, recently in Chumash. Akin Leyichu Bnei Yisrael, it's Gid Hanasha. Like Yemishom Mavashal Basu Bchalav, you know how to cook Basu Bchalav together. Like Yemishom Gid Bchalav Imai. Like Yemishom Oichel Basu Bchalav, and you also get Malkus for eating Basu Bchalav because he actually ate this. And like Yemishom Hav Ara. Now, by the way, with, with the bas b'chalav, one could argue, don't we say ain't iser chalal iser? There's an iser of, the, of eating the gidah nasha. Why should there be a new iser of bas b'chalav? So all of you should not be bothered by that. There's steers and sugyas. We'll, we'll see that in Masechus Krisis. Another thing is, v'lekimishim havara. You made a fire on Yantif to cook something. You didn't cook anything on it. Okay, now that's the point. That's, that's where we're going to you know, bring that into our sugya. Hold on a second. I made the fire to cook. I can use the fire for something else. If you say, I can now cook, I don't know, make a kosher food now. I, I changed my mind, right? So I'm said, Rabbi tells Abai, you're right. Because I hold hoyl, then you're not high for making a fire on Yantif. We're talking about where. The the uh, you're also getting malchus feeding the vela, so you have a bunch of malchus here. You have the vela eating the vela, eating gedanasha, and eating basu b'chalav, cooking basu b'chalav, and what was the fifth one? I'm cooking on yantif. Okay, I have a tani rabbi Chia. Don't tell me that there's a third 
Isser of the eating here, when Rabchia taught the Brisa, he said, There's two Isserim for the eating. Get an and Basa B'chalav, not an Avela. V'shalash Abishulay, three for cooking it. V'mise v'shru, shalash achilas mi b'aylei. So it should have been three for eating it. That's not what he said. Ela apik havara, take out the making the fire. Vail atzim muksa. Tell me that you used wood of muksa, where we're not, which were not prepared before yantiv, and that is why you're you're over five isurim, five malkus for doing this. Ma'amer. What? It's ma'amer gathering wood. No, it's not ma'amer. So what's the use of the wood? Oh, fancy kasha. Hold on. If it was my amra, I'd be very happy if it was my amra. But look at the Gemara's Kasha. The muksa deraisa? What do you mean? Muksa deraisa? Listen, we, we, we're having a whole, every Sunday morning, we're learning Hilchas Muksa. So if you remember the first year, someone mentioned that there is a sheet that holds Muksa deraisa. This Gemara. Muksa deraisa? We have a whole Sukkot in Shabbos. Nechemya was Masak in it. Maybe it was in the times of Ramelech. So I'm Malay. In, yes, there is a concept midaraisa of Muksa. How do I know this? The Pasuk says, like Parsha Saman, if you look, Shulchan Aruch Simen Aleph says that a person, if he says Parsha Saman every day, there's a school for Parnassah, not to say it once a year, every single day. The Pasuk says, On Friday, to prepare the man for Shabbos, right? Because the man wasn't going to fall on Shabbos. That's why we have Lechem Mishnah. A lot of things going on there. And you see from here, that there's a concept of muksa midaraisa. Aye, where's the lav? There's a lav somewhere else. It's included in there's a lav of doing muksa. So just by the way, the Chassam Soifer writes, the Chassam Soifer has a famous hakdama to Masechus Beitza. He writes that, that we, we pass like both sugyas, really muksa darabonon from the muksa from the sugya in Shabbos, and muksa darabonon from the sugya in Pesachim. How does he reconcile the two? He says, when a person's consuming muksa, you actually eat the whole thing. That's where we see the Torah says, when it comes to consuming firewood or food, like uh, like uh, raisins or something, that would actually be Nisad Daraisa. But Hishtamshus, or Tiltal, would only be Nisad Rabbanan. That's the Chassam Seifer, Hakdam the Beitza. Other Rishonim say, we don't pass in this Kamar. If you look at this, this Dab, a lot of things we don't pass in like. First of all, we pass in Nisachal Isser. So a person who eats Nevela that's cooked in Basel B'chalav is not over Stein. So it could be we don't pass in like this Sugya, but that's just something to. You just say five, you get five or five Malkus, yeah. you say four Daraisa and one Darabana? But we sing Malkus, not Malkus Mardus. It sounds like five. Born five Malkus, and then you have no oil, anyways. Oil is no. We're assuming it's real, real five, five. The real McCoy. It's probably the answer. <laughs> Hold on, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. You're right. Amr Leiv, you can find me. Yeah, Google Isser, and you can find something. Amr Leiv, at whom the Amr you said, boy, my name is Rav Chisr, I'm a boy, my name is Rav Huna, and we're going to bring a kasha that the, on the fact that Muktzah derives. It says, Hevi se me'afar. So we're talking about the the um, a person brought a sheep from the afar. The afar was a place where where. Um, where the sheep would go, would, would go out, and they were not prepared to be used in the base of Megdash. So you bring a Tamid Shoshachar, and Tamid Shabin Rabayim, he brought it even on Shabbos, even on Yantif, right? So Shchatai, Tamid Biyantif, and he shechted it for your oilas Tamid on Yantif. Ma'u, what's the halacha? Are you allowed to bring it on the Mizbech or not? Va'at Amr Lan Allah, you told me on that halacha that the Torah, that in Tanakh, it's in, in Yecheskel, it says, I'll read you the whole passage. It says, That's how the passage describes the Karbanis. So let's darshan. Se, you're supposed to bring a sheep 
for the carbon tamid. Now, set implies whether it's a zachar or a keva. You can only bring that. You cannot bring a bachar because a bachar is a zachar. Fine. Achas. You, it could bring, it's a achas. What was the term? What does the yechesko mean when he says achas? The loy meiser. It, it has to be a standalone sheep, but not a meiser sheep. If this was one of ten, meaning it was a tenth one, you cannot bring it as your tamid. Minhat son has to be sheep. The loy apalgos. Apalgos is a 13 month old sheep, so we'll, we'll get to that in Menachis, but don't bring that. Let's continue. It has to be from one of 200. Now, this has nothing to do with sheep, so we darshan for something else. That means, this is a wild uh, application, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just accept it that the yayin that you bring for, for the nesachim, let's say yayin of Arla, the first three years of the, of the tree, got mixed in, so bittel is 200 to 1. Because it says minam asayim, fine. Now, we see a source from Tanakh that Arla is battle in a two hundred to one ratio. The next part of the pasuk, mimashki Yisrael, it says has to be what Jews could drink. Mimashki Yisrael, minhamutter liYisrael has the mutter for all klai Yisrael to consume. You can't bring the wine for the yain nesachim from teva. Now. Continues the Bryce, and this is why we brought it here. I would think you can't bring from Muksa because that's also not Roy Yisrael. And Amrit, the response is no. Tevel is, is, is unique because the Isser Gufay in itself, that grape has an Isser of Tevel. Garamle causes it that Yisrael can't consume it. There's a big sign on it that says Tevel. So Afko Sheisur Gufay Garmai. The Isser Guf, there's an Isser Gufay on it. Yotza Muksa, Muksa, some type of Xerat Rabbanon. It's like a Isser Chefza, or I'm saying it's Isser Gavri, you're not allowed to touch it. She Isser Gufay Garmai. Listen to Racher Garmai. There's another Isser called Muksa that causes it. Now, what's the Gemara's Kasha? Vi Amrit Isser Muksa Daraisa. If you tell me Isser Muksa is a real Isser Daraisa, then who cares about. Chefza, you know, guf, mali iser gufoi, mali iser davaracher. At the end of the day, the Torah just, the Tanakh just said, mimashke Yisrael. It has to be something that people could consume. If muksa is in the raisa, it is not included in mashke Yisrael. Don't give me your 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 pilpul, guf, chefza, galva. Who cares? Vaoid, haatu da amrit. You're the one that told us. Now we're coming back first, full circle, going back to Masech the Shabbos, that chiluk melachis l'Shabbos. That means, if a person did a lot of malachas in Shabbos, a lot of av malachas, that's the whole point of having lamates malachas. You violated many, many avos, and you forgot they're all us, or you chayiv kol malacha malacha, each and every one, but that's only lamates malachas in Shabbos. But you hold, ain chiluk malachas liyantif, there is no chiluk malachas in yantif. So if it's true, that muksa would be nisadaraisa on yantif, so, and that's the two, cooking on yantif, and moving muks and, and consuming muks on yantif, you hold ain chilak malachas liyantif. That when you violate yantif, you're chayiv only one malchus, not two. So based on these two kashas, the rabba responds ala apik havara, take out the iser havara, va'ayel atzei asherah, and bring in that you used wood from atzei asherah. And that's the fifth iser. Atzei asherah is, is a tree that was, that was served in Avadazara. 
Now, what's the lavah? You can't touch anything from the cherem. That is the fifth iser you over in this scenario. You get such a good tarot, it's too good because it's really six. There's another reason when a person uses Avadazar in their house, it's not talking about television, it's talking about you're, uh, you're bringing in Avadazar, right? So, so it's six, it's not five. Aaron's tarots from way back that uh, we're talking about atze hektish vazhar me'achah. The pasuk says vashirei and tisrifun be'esh. You should burn the asherah tree. And the pasuk continues. This is actually the source for what we call um, shemus or geniza loisasun kain lashem alakech. Meaning that's kadosh. You cannot destroy. You, uh, you have to bury it, whatever. And you see that you're not allowed to use, not allowed to burn. Uh, hectish, so that's the fifth iser that this person violated. Has nothing to do with Yantif, has nothing to do with Hoyle. And we're back to square one that we have Rabba holds of Hoyle, of Chista holds. You're allowed to use, you're allowed to cook on Yantif going into Shabbos. We are not done yet, but Ramit Hashem will continue tomorrow. The back and forth regarding Hoyle and circling back to our Mishnah. Uh, look for the recording tomorrow, Ramit Hashem.